You're listening to the Black Girl Wellness Podcast, a weekly show designed to help Black women live their fullest, healthiest, dopest lives. I'm your host, Paviel, but you can call me Pavi. Let's get started. Welcome to another episode of the Black Girl Wellness Podcast. This is your host, Paviel, and I am, once again, very excited to talk to you guys this week. Um, I've talked to a lot of my friends over the past few weeks, and we are all struggling with sleep right now. Um, either we're sleeping way too much or we're like waking up in the middle of the night, not really able to get back to sleep until it's time to pretty much get up or we're having a tough time falling asleep. All of our sleep patterns are like kind of crazy right now. So personally, I have been waking up at like, oh man, it hurts me to even say it. I've been waking up at three and four o'clock in the morning and not being able to get back to sleep for several hours. Like pretty much when I need to be getting up is when I'm falling back asleep. And then that just throws my entire day off because now I either need to push through the day and fight the sleep or I'll stay up in the morning and then take a nap in the afternoon. It just throws the whole day off. It's like really annoying and very irritating. It happened to me this morning, actually. I woke up at three o'clock in the morning and couldn't get back to sleep until like seven. For Lord knows what reason, right? Um, And I tried like everything, um... I tried meditating a little bit. I tried drinking some water. I took uh, ibuprofen because I did have a little bit of a headache, but like nothing really worked. And that was really upsetting because <laughs> I love my sleep. If you know me, you know, sis can sleep and sis is me. Okay. Um, so I've been doing a bit of research about why, Our sleep patterns can be thrown off, what can cause it, um, and how to get back into a good sleep pattern. So I want to share that information with you guys on this episode. Um, And let's just jump right in and talk about some things that can disrupt our sleep. Um, So the natural pattern in your internal process that manages your sleeping and waking cycle Um, It's called your circadian rhythm. And when your circadian rhythm gets thrown off, um, that causes interruptions in your sleep schedule. And so that can happen for a number of different reasons. And they can range from like internal things to external things in your environment. So let's start with what's happening on the outside. Um, I feel like we can control that a little bit easier than we can control what's happening inside right now. Um, So let's start with screen time. We are all at home more than we are used to being at home. And a lot of us are substituting our normal human interaction with filmed human interaction. So we're watching a lot more TV 
and or consuming a lot of social media, watching a lot of videos on our cell phones or on YouTube, etc. Um, and so increased screen time, that blue light exposure is just not good for us. And we know that because like there are blue light glasses out now. Everybody gets them, you know, those cute little uh uh, clear frames that everybody has that don't need prescriptions. I actually have someone right now as I'm recording this episode. Um, we know that blue light is a thing that disrupts our vision and it also um, disrupts our sleep. Um, personally, I have my cell phone um, on a timer that dims the screen more and reduces the blue light. Um, that my cell phone emits. Um, I also do the same thing for my computer screen. Um, there's a an app that I've installed called Flux. It's spelled F dot L-U-X. And you can just install it on your computer and it slowly dims the brightness of your screen uh, based on what time you go to bed. And it also gives you bedtime reminders. So that's nice too. Um, and that has helped me a little bit um, another thing that can throw off our circadian rhythm is alcohol consumption. I have recognized that as I age, you know, a little bit, my alcohol consumption really impacts my quality of sleep. So, you know, drinking that bottle of wine on a Thursday night back when TGT was a thing, um, watching the Shonda Rhimes shows and stuff. I used to do that. Um, a whole bottle, y'all. It was good times. But now, if I even have, like, two glasses of wine sometimes, I don't sleep well. Um, I don't know what it is about alcohol consumption before bed that throws me off, but I know that if I'm tipsy or drunk, I do not sleep well anymore. Um, and last night, it's so crazy. Ugh, getting old sucks, y'all. So last night, I was socializing a little bit safely, you know. Um, and I had one drink. And I felt the effects of that drink in my sleep last night. And like, I wasn't tipsy, I was not drunk, I had one cocktail, and listen, my tolerance is supreme, let's just say. Um, so I wasn't, I wasn't like tipsy or drunk or anything when I went to bed, but I felt the alcohol in my body um, when I woke up in the middle of the night or at three this morning. And so I knew that one of the things affecting my sleep, at least last night, was the drink that I had. And it's gonna make me really, really sad, y'all, if I have to like not drink in the evenings because I'm not gonna be able to sleep. But you know what? Actually kind of think of it, it might not be that sad because day drinking is so much fun. <laughs> So those are just like a couple of things that can throw off our circadian rhythm. And let's talk a little bit now about some of the internal things that can throw off your circadian rhythm. One of them, anxiety. Um, and I feel like we're just living in a very anxious and stressful time 
right now. And even if we don't feel it consciously, our bodies internalize the information that we're taking in on a daily basis, whether it's just like flashing across the screen and we're not like consciously paying attention to it, our subconscious is picking up on the stress of the time that we're living through. Um, And our bodies are in this constant fight or flight response. And so it can very well be impacting our sleep and the quality of sleep that we're getting. Um, So, you know, I have been trying to implement some things that could help um, with that. But before we go into solutions and ways to get our circadian rhythm back in the proper flow, let's talk about other effects of our circadian rhythm being off because it's not just about sleep. Um, A few other things that can result from a circadian rhythm that's off is impulsivity, slower thinking, um, and I hate to say it, y'all, but weight gain. Not getting the right amount of sleep can definitely cause weight gain. Um, you can think about it as uh, some of the characteristics of jet lag. So when you're jet lagged, you feel almost like drunk, right? So your body just is like kind of heavy, moving slower. You're making like not the best food decisions. You're just trying to like survive until you can get some more sleep and get your body back on track that's how it feels to like be out of your circadian rhythm so let's move on to some more positive information um what can we do to reset our circadian rhythm um and really start getting that nourishing (laughs) life-giving sleep that we desperately need um one of the things and what I'm trying to build out and stick to is having a bedtime routine so like something like a series of things that you do before you go to bed that signifies for your body that it is time to go to sleep so that might be like closing the blinds lighting a candle having a herbal a cup of herbal tea brushing your teeth washing your face uh reading a book things like that and when I say reading a book y'all I am not talking about on your iPhone not on your Kindle I'm talking about a paper book okay because again that blue light from these devices is just not good um for the body it tells your body that like there's light and when there's light, you're supposed to be awake. Um, another thing that we can do is think about how we've designed our our sleeping environment, right? Do you sleep with a TV on? That's probably not the best, sis. Like, turn the TV off. Um, and if you need the TV to sleep, let's explore why. Or, um, you know, if there's a timer that you can put on the TV, Maybe you time it for like the first hour of sleep, but if it's on the entire time you're sleeping, that's sending your body mixed messages and you're not actually getting into that deep sleep that you need to feel fully rested. 
So thinking a little bit more about the environment that we're sleeping in, right? Like, is it the right temperature? Do you prefer prefer to sleep in a warmer room or a cooler room? For me, I like to sleep in a little bit of a cooler room because I get hot when I sleep. Uh, I'm trying to figure out how to balance this with my fiance because he is a cold sleeper. So we got to figure that out. But either way, we are like very sensitive to temperature and our temperature changes when we're sleeping. Um, so, you know, just think about what's happening with the temperature. Like, does your room get really warm or is it really cold? Do you need, do you need a heavy comforter? Um, or do you need more of a light blanket when you're sleeping? You need that one leg out. You want the whole comforter, but you want that one leg on top. I mean, that's, that's how I do things. Um, it helps me reach my ideal temperature for sleeping. (laughs) Another thing that I've noticed, uh, especially like the past year or so in the fall and winter, the colder months, the air in my room is really dry because the heat is running and so I have to have a um, humidifier. I have to have a humidifier running at night. So now I have a humidifier that is also an oil diffuser right next to my nightstand or my nightstand rather um, and it keeps the air around me more moist um, so that I don't get too dried out when I'm sleeping because I will wake up if I don't have it on, I'll wake up like with dry mouth, like kind of coughing, gasping for air in a way. And it's not cute, y'all. Another thing to consider is like what other kind of light is coming in into your bedroom or wherever you're sleeping um, at night. So my side of the bed is closest to the window and I'm recognizing that I think I want to put up uh, blackout curtains because I need a dark room when I'm sleeping like any kind of light um, if I'm like even half awake will wake me completely and totally disrupt my sleep Um, and so having a dark as dark as possible room is best for me and like me staying asleep keeping my circadian rhythm intact (laughs) okay y'all final thing about environment keep in mind that you know like our cell phones our computers all of our technology has an electric frequency right in our bodies have an electric frequency and personally I try to keep as many electronics out of the bedroom as I can and I've noticed that like if I'm like doing work or looking at something on my computer my laptop my iPad in the bedroom right before bed or even like during the day and I leave my laptop on my nightstand I don't sleep as well that night for some reason I think it has something to do with the electromagnetic field of the computer bumping up against my personal electromagnetic field but that's just a theory nothing has been proven but just know that my laptop will be staying in the office or just outside the bedroom tonight for me to test this theory 
because it was in the bedroom last night um, and I did not sleep well, like I said earlier. Another thing that I've been trying to do to help me sleep better, and it works, y'all. It has worked really freaking well for me. When I do this thing that I'm about to tell you about, I sleep through the night uninterrupted. I'm talking no potty breaks or nothing, okay? Um, so I am 19 days into 31 days of yoga challenge that I'm doing over on my Instagram page at Black Girl Wellness on IG, BLK, Girl Wellness. You know where it's at. Um, so every day I do at least 10 minutes of yoga. And for days when I'm not really feeling like it or I've just like forgotten to do my yoga earlier in the day, I have been doing a um, restorative yoga practice. And restorative yoga is like very calm, very chill. You're not really doing a bunch of poses. You're doing poses that are very relaxing, helping you to wind down a lot of like laying in one place, honestly, not a whole lot of stretching and balancing like other yoga uh, practices. Um, Restorative yoga is becoming my jam. Okay. (laughs) And really quick, just to wrap up. Let's talk about a couple of things that you can take to help with sleep. So earlier in the pandemic, I was taking melatonin pretty regularly, but I feel like my body has become like sensitive to melatonin and it makes me like groggy throughout the day. But let me backtrack. So melatonin is a chemical that your body produces naturally um, that helps you to sleep but you can also get supplements of melatonin and that helps you to sleep too even more than like if your body isn't producing enough melatonin um, you can take a melatonin supplement and that'll help you to like stay asleep Um, I used to take it like when I would travel on on long flights so that I could sleep through the flight Um, but when the pandemic hit, I started taking it more like regularly. And so I would take it before bed, like an hour before bed and I would sleep. Mm, I would sleep like a baby, but more so now I take it and I definitely sleep. I stay asleep at night. But I'm groggy the entire next day. So I have stopped taking melatonin unless like I'm really going through it. And I don't mind sleeping late the next day um, so that I can feel fully rested. So I'm starting to veer more so away from melatonin. I've heard mixed reviews. Some people love it um, and take it consistently like it's a part of their supplement regimen. Just an evening supplement. Another thing that I am starting to explore a little bit more is taking CBD. Um, I got a few samples of CBD from my local health food store in Hyde Park. If you're in Chicago, um, Bronsante, they sell um, CBD supplements. And I took a, I took the samples that they gave me and y'all, that's sleep. Mm. 
I was not groggy the next day. I slept through the night. I got to sleep easily and I just felt good. So I am starting to experiment a bit with CBD as a sleep aid and just like a general supplement um, for my holistic health and wellness. Um, I am really interested to hear from you guys about what, like, how are you sleeping? What is happening with your sleep? Are you sleeping through the night? Are you having disrupted sleep? Are you having a hard time falling asleep or staying asleep? How you, how you doing? How you doing out there? So, um, you know, slide in my DMs on Instagram and let me know how you're sleeping. I'm super interested to hear about it and like if you have any creative things that you're doing to help improve your sleep I definitely want to hear about it so that I can share it with the other ladies um and that's all for this week y'all I hope you have a fantastic week um and take care of yourselves peace and love I hope you enjoyed our conversation this week. Be sure to follow me on IG at BLK Girl Wellness and subscribe to the podcast so that you know when new episodes drop. If you liked this week's episode, don't be scared to share it with your friends or leave a review so other folks can find us. Until next week, bye sis.